Hey, this is Brent Jensen, and you're listening to No Sleep Till Sudbury, the show where we talk about the music that makes your skin vibrate. And I've got Russ Dwarf, the lead singer of the Killer Dwarfs, with me here. Russ, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? I'm good, Brett. How are you, buddy? I'm Happy doing well. Canada Day or whatever. I don't know when this is being aired, but yeah, it's going to be... Uh, Coming up. The, the big 150. That's right. Are you, do you have any special plans for it? Well, Canada celebrates my birthday every year, so uh, uh, it's it's my birthday tomorrow. Awesome. So, no, special plans, waking up, not dead. I think that's the plan. It's always, <laughs> that, a, good, it's always a good start. Sounds to be the plan for tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it. Awesome. Well, happy uh, advanced birthday, man. Thank you. What are you doing? You going out? Uh, I'm probably going to go. Uh, I don't know, the, uh, uh, the girls are always in charge, so I think we're going to go down to, to St. Catharines and see a, uh, one of my closest buddies who who's actually the photographer for the band, but uh, little Mikey, and uh, we're going to hang out with him for a couple of days. Maybe awesome. you know, I'd rather sit in my backyard with my dog, but uh, they're trying to make me do stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> But no, no problem. We'll have fun. But if the you know the weather would change, I don't let don't let's not even talk about weather, politics, or religion. Perfect. I like All that right? plan. Yeah. yeah. So hey, listen, are you in Toronto or where where are you at these I days? I don't know. I am up north. Those guys all live in Toronto. I live in Aurelia. Oh, okay. Actually. Okay. Um, you know, speaking of up north, uh, we were yes. talking earlier about uh, the fact that I grew up in Sudbury. Right. And, uh, you know, the killer Bang. dwarfs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bang into the Colson. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's what I wanted to ask you. So in the 80s, when you were, you know, playing pretty much every stop across yeah. Canada, mm-hmm. um, right. you had to have stopped into the Colson and Sudbury. We did, uh, like uh, I was saying, you know, we spent a month there one week. And uh, we also played another place outside of town. I don't know if you remember. This is called the Brock. Brockton? Yeah, the Brockton. Brock, the, Bro- the Brockton, right? You played so there? I, we played there probably, oh, I must have been, I don't even know if we had an album out yet, but I remember we were there for a week because uh, Daryl's, his first daughter was born when we were there, actually. So it's a long, it's like 35 years ago. Yeah. But I, but I remember we had, in those days, you would carry a big PA and lighting and five-ton trucks and all this crap and, you know, make no money. Yeah. But we, we used to drag, a, we had go-karts and stuff we used to drag those around with us and we'd just go crazy <laughs> crazy on the but i remember being there and, and getting that thing in the parking lot we could we circle the building but we didn't have any brakes on it oh. so it'd be just like you know <laughs> young young idiots and i'm sure there was no beer booze involved in those stunts uh, no, anyways. of course not. but we've been go- we've been going to sudbury you know sudbury is like a jumping off point really in those days when you were kids and you were going to go out west because yes. you know you'd you drive so yeah, that would be on the way out of town. Yeah, the Colson or the there was a couple of gigs there. We played there quite a bit. Dunk Dunk could probably be able to tell you. And uh, but there was a number of gigs in that town at one point. But I get, I don't know what's going on there now. I don't. I think we played there a couple of years ago. I can't remember, but I don't know. I, t- I just remember. Uh, I think the same night we were there. It's got to be two or three years ago. It was uh, what the hell, uh, Ray? Uh, God, Ray Sayer? What's that band? What, you know, cover the Rolling Stone guy. Oh, uh, Doctor you know, Hook. My, see, yeah, Doctor Hook. See, my mind is getting old, and it's a, apparently like we weren't at the same venue, but apparently he never showed up for the gig. Like oh. I think he was staggering around town somewhere. <laughs> but I remember seeing him in the morning at the hotel, thinking, "You missed your gig." Oops. But you know, shit happens. What, what can you do? But yeah, uh, yeah Sudbury definitely. Uh, you know, the moon, as we affectionately called it, and uh, you don't want to go there in the winter, right? No, you really don't. You you really don't. 
Um, so Russ, uh, wanted to ask you also how you're keeping these days. Cause I know that you sustained a very serious injury in a car accident that you had on your way back from Rocklahoma. I think it was 2014. Is that right? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was Memorial day for them. I don't know what is that Victoria day for us or something. Yeah, it's the 28th, I think, or whatever. But yeah, we had just finished a tour and everything. And we, and we did two, we did two shows at Rocklahoma and we were headed home that day. We were supposed to be home that day. And, and we ended up in a multi-car pileup on I-70 outside of Terre Haute, Indiana. And, uh, I was just the, you know, um, unlucky guy. Oh, I'm lucky because it could have been way worse. We got in the, the crash and, and I got, uh, my head got split open and my skull was out and uh, I had like 44 stitches or something, but they airlifted me. It was one of those surreal, you know, you're already tired from a tour and you yeah. know, we're not like, and we're not young or anything. So it's like, I, re- I was in the, I remember lying in the ditch and the guys are looking over top of me and then Daryl, I, I don't know if you know Daryl, but he, yeah. you know, the, the, the living pirate and, yeah. uh, <laughs> and uh, he, uh, you know, we've been together all these years and he, <laughs> It was sunny, and they were looking over me. And, you know, you're stunned. It was just like, ah, I felt like a Vietnam movie or something. Yeah. And, uh, and he and I said, how bad is it? And he looked at me, it's, it's bad. And I'm like, oh, thanks, lie to me. You know? Yeah. So, but no, we survived it and everything. And, you know, it's a dangerous uh, business traveling and especially in this day and age and everything. Right. But uh, yeah. I'm very lucky, a few lingering things from it and, and, uh, but nothing, you know, major. I'm, you know, thank God I'm not that bright to begin with. So <laughs> it, uh, you know, it all, it all worked out in the end. But, uh, yeah, that was hairy. Definitely yeah. hairy. Yeah. Well, it was almost like a real live version of, you know, keep the spirit alive when you're in that crate. Flying yeah, well, yeah, I think you're pretty much where you're, you're right. right. You know, it's like art becomes, you know, living That's history right. or, or something. But exactly. it was a bizarre day. Like, I could tell you more stories about it, but it's kind of, you know, yeah. when it's your own life, it's a bit boring. But if we if we sit down one day, I'll tell you some pretty funny stuff that actually happened that day. But just absolutely ridiculousness. You know, you, you think things can't get any goofier and then it's just beyond goofy. Yeah, well, I'm you have to, all right, dude. Thanks, man. I've got other I've got other problems that are, <laughs> that are lingering besides that one. But we're st- we're all still above ground, like I said, and and, and you know, uh, very grateful. Good. Mm-hmm. So uh, you want to uh, get into your tunes here? Sure, let's do it then. All right. So your first one is mm-hmm. one of my favorite Alice Cooper tunes. This is from Billion Dollar Babies, and uh, you know, this for me, this record's like you know a couple songs short of being a greatest hits album, practically. Yeah. This is uh, Generation Landslide. I love this song, man. Great pick. Yeah. I am a huge Cooper fan. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in Jacksonville, Florida, but I'm a Canadian. And, I, and, and you know, Coop was one of the first, you know, like um, I'm 57 years old tomorrow. So, like, you know, when uh, School's Out and that, com- that came out, that was like a huge thing for me. This is yeah. my first real rock band. Like, uh, before that, I was like listening to like Sonny and Cher and. <laughs> And my dad, my dad was like a huge, you know, Bobby Sherman, but my dad was a huge big band guy. So I, that's all I knew, Buddy Rich, Glenn Miller, Stan Kenton, you yeah. know, this was my music. But, you know, when you become, you know, you're in grade seven and eight or whatever, and you get it, you're, and you have your radio. But anyways, the coop was a big, I, I immediately loved him to death. <laughs> Funny. Uh-huh. But, uh, <laughs> When I ended up back in Canada in '73, and that's when Billion Dollar Babies came out. And to me, yeah, you're right that it's a pinnacle of the 
of that band of that you know version of the coop yeah. and everything it, they just knocked it right out of the park all the all, all the tunes are brilliant and yeah. you know and, and the great thing about the music back then too is like oh god this is a heavy band well you know but everyone there everyone was eclectic it wasn't like oh i if it's not speed metal you, you suck you know every yeah. tune wasn't some grinding thing they were very eclectic songwriters and everything. And this tune, to me, it's got everything in it. It's the, lyrically the things like over the top. Oh yeah. You know, like rebellious. You know, if you're a teenager, you'd be like, yeah, man, yeah. stick it to the man and all that. You know, but when you listen to it all these years later, it's just a brilliant, brilliant uh, piece of uh, of art of rock of rock and roll. You know, and I, and I I can't say enough about the coop and and like I've been around a long time and he's one of the only guys I've I've never met. I know I've met everyone in, in, in the bands. I've met, you know, Michael Bruce and talked to Neil Smith and, you know, and I've never met the Koopa. And I, Dick Wagner was a, a friend of mine up to the time he died. And, yeah. and, uh, and, uh, but I've never met him. And, and I have, you know, anybody that knows me knows I'm a huge Koopa fan. So I'd probably just be like a babbling uh, <laughs> mental patient if I ever did meet him or something. <laughs> it was like I met, I met Tony Bennett one time and I was just like, you know, I'm a huge Bennett fan, and I was yeah. just like, I, I, there's a picture of me, and I look like I'm just stunned. You can see the picture. I'm just like, in my head, I'm going, I love you, Mr. Sinatra. You know, so, <laughs> just, yeah, just just total brain brain cramp. Yeah. But, but yeah, yes, it's... Alice Cooper, Generation Landslide, Billion Dollar Babies, loved it. Oh, yeah, me too. No, it's, you know, getting back to what you're saying about meeting your idols, it's I, the same mm -hmm. thing happened. I, I met Gene Simmons once at a book signing, and I, mm -hmm. I actually talk about it in my first book, because you try mm -hmm. and try and try. The line, Russ, went on for like three hours, right? Oh, yeah, I bet. I was, it just snaked around. Like, it was at chapters and snaked or, like th across Ooh, floors. It was ridiculous. So anyway, I'm thinking, like, what am I going to say to him, right? Because everybody in front of me is like, right. I love you, man, and, and yeah. like, crying and stuff. And I'm like, I oh, think I could say something, like, half-decently germane that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. he might actually relate to or remember or whatever. Yeah. So Ooh, I, this guy's got a brain. Well, yeah, I, 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 I wanted to do that, right, and make an impression. And so – um you know, it's my turn and, and I'm getting nervous and I'm th I thought, okay, so like I, I was a huge fan of the Destroyer record. Oh, and yeah. so I, I quoted uh, a, a line from Great Expectations where he says, right. uh, you know, in the din it seems I'm a million miles away. So I said, yeah. you're not a million miles away. And I said something like that, right? And it, I, I must have yeah, sounded yeah. like I was on math or something because everybody <laughs> looked at me like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? Dude? Who, who the hell are you? And what are you, <laughs> and what are you buying? Yeah. Yeah, we, we actually spent a couple of weeks when we were doing, I think method to the Mattis and we were tracking some, or I think we were doing the drums at this, this place in, in, a, in Van Nuys called the right track. That was New York. No, some other, uh, some other place I can't recall, but they were in there doing, I think revenge or something at the time. Yeah. 91, they, they right? were, they were actually working with Ezrin again and stuff. And uh, so, and everyone was dropping by like Vinnie Vincent and really again, the, the Kulik brothers and all sorts of people. But we had witnessed, we, Definitely got our fill of Gene. Uh, I bet. Day and night, I'll tell you in person when I see it privately. <laughs> okay. But yes, I'm a, I'm a big Kiss fan too. And there's another classic album too, Destroyers. Just a brilliant piece of work. And yeah. uh, 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 the irony of it, uh, Bob did both of those records, and I, yeah. a good Canadian boy did both those records, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think the same people played on both those records, like Side Guys, right? Yeah. You know, I was, Rick Derringer and uh, Kulik and all those people, right? Yeah, exactly. Dick Dick Wagner. Dick Wagner. Awesomeness. Sure. Yeah. So that's actually a good segue into your next tune, Russ, uh, by Rick Derringer. It's uncomplicated. I love uh, Rick 
and I've loved him since you know I was like 13. Again, I think actually one of the first uh, albums I ever bought, like LPs, uh, you know, with my own money or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. that old gag. And it was uh, it was Rick Derringer, All American Boy, which I just I love the thing from top to bottom. It's you know, uh, you know, there's some records that just they they represent your life, yeah, almost you know as you get older. Yeah. But this uh, this album to me is a great album, and he's just an all around amazing player, singer, and got a great vibe. Like I love the positive vibe about him. Even even a, like a song like this, Uncomplicated. It's got negative aspects of it, and so does the whole album, actually. But there, there's always a positive vibe vibe to the tune. But I love I love Rick. I, I can't. There's another guy I've never uh, got to meet either. We he was going to actually, we had him in line to to uh, produce the the Dirty Weapons album, but oh wow, yeah, it never materialized. I just love him to death. Like he did all those, you know, all those wrestling albums. He does produce a lot of stuff, all the yeah. Edgar Winter stuff, and yeah. you know, he's a great, great, great songwriter. Yeah. As well, and a play. I just, I, I love him to death. I just, uh, you know, I've stolen, like Alice and him vocally. I've definitely, you know, they molded who I am. Like I, I've definitely uh, lifted a lot of licks from them. You yeah. know, subconsciously probably. I'm not much of a mimic, but uh, I'm sure you know, jumping around the living room for hours and hours on end, <laughs> uh, bla blasting uh, rock music. Something's got to, you know, get in your cranium. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No question. Yeah, no, that's a great pick. I love that that whole record too. Uncomplicated is an awesome song. Uh, your next one is uh, a great Canadian band, Rush, and it's Anthem. Oh, that must be a mistake. Great Canadian band? No, I, <laughs> I kid because I, I, I love. Well, what can I say? Uh, you know, Rush, like even to Daryl and myself and, you know, everybody in the band actually, but... Uh, how can you not? You couldn't be any more proud of a band than you are of that band. Mm -hmm. And you know, I was like, like again, I was 13 years old with the first album, and this is, you know, the second album to me. It just, it just blew them right out of the water for me. You know, like it's funny when you look back now and you think, oh God, you know, they were struggling, but you're a kid and you think, oh, they're they're huge, they're yeah. famous. Yeah. You know, if you look at, if you analyze things that way, but musically that album, a bloody awesome album, and Anthem is just a kick-ass tune. Yeah. I, I love them to death, and uh, it's ironic too. You know, I've, I've seen them 50 times easy, like in, since, you know, 73 to, to when they finished or whatever. And the irony of uh, one of my best friends is Getty's Tech, but... Uh, Last summer, uh, Jerry Dwarf and myself, uh, we ended up at this private function and we got invited to sing four Rush songs with Alex. Oh, nice. Jerry's in a band called the Carpet Frogs who are also a Canadian, uh, like the, they're probably like the best cover band in Canada. Yeah, for, I know that you band. Know, yeah, they're a fabulous band. All the guys are great and the su sweetest guys you'd ever meet and uh, just a fun bunch of guys and I've known them all forever too but they yeah. they asked if you know, Jeremy's uh, plays with them you know, they also, they, they're back, Burton Cummings backup guys too. But uh, long story longer, uh, they had this private function and, and uh, they invited me to come and sing the Rush tunes and it was just like, I was like 12. I lost my mind. No I was kidding. shitting my shitting my freaking pants and, yeah. and everything. And then and then on top of that, 
uh, we were rehearsing the night before, and then the the Trailer Park Boys show up because they're huge fr- friends with Al and mm-hmm. and uh, listen to me, Al. Yeah, me oh. and Al. <laughs> uh, we're they're huge friends of his, and they were staying at his place. And uh, I ended up singing closer to the heart with Bubbles, and it was just a That's great. it was just a, just a surreal moment. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're when you're a kid and everything, and, yeah. and you're just like, wow, man, crazy stories. Uh, you know, to think that, I, but I was definitely. I've probably never been more uh, nervous in my life that or playing Wembley or one of those moments of just like, what the hell am I doing here? Yeah, yeah. You know? What year did you guys play in Wembley? Um, like, I think it was 88. I think it was, uh, we were on the uh, Seventh Son Tour. Oh, with, with Maiden. Maiden. Yeah. Yeah, we did We did the Seventh Son Tour with them and uh, actually we started in the U.S. with them. We took over for some other people that wasn't happening i guess but uh we locked into this and then we became huge friends with them and and they brought us over and uh that's awesome the nicest the nicest cats like to this day they're still pals i just talked to steve last week and and they they they're just genuine people and what you see is what you get there's no bullshit with this band and uh, they just we just hit it off great and they just you know blew our minds bringing us over like i want like i think the last week we played the uk with them Here's the the lineup of the week was like two nights at Hammersmith, a night off, yeah, two nights at Wembley, <laughs> and then we went back to Hammersmith for one more night. But like, come on, that's just, unbelievable. Like, you know what do you do after that? I'm gonna go play Tony's West. Yeah, exactly. Wow, we're so, so lucky. Not not bad for a bunch of kids from Oshawa, huh? Exactly. You know? And this is the classic thing. You'd be, uh, you know, anywhere in the world. You come out of a hotel room and you're in Bumpuck, Idaho. Yeah. And uh, sure, uh, shoot, and you get, I, I walk out the front door and somebody's like, hey, man. I'm like, how you doing? <laughs> like, Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Toronto. Oh, me too. I saw you guys at Tony's West. He's <laughs> like, what? How's this happen? Like, it's crazy. Like, at, at that point, you know, you're, you're, we were younger and we, we hadn't been around forever yeah. now we you know we can't go anywhere which yeah. is just bizarre sometimes you just want to go to a gig and not know anyone yeah. well it just doesn't happen it's just unrealistic at this point which is probably a good thing and everything but i, I just i i just had that observation over the last couple of years thinking you can't you, there's not one place we go where we don't you know run into someone we we've, we've known yeah it's ama- amazing what music is and is it is it Russ? Is it typically a good experience, or can it be a bad? Absolutely. Experience? Yeah. Okay. We're uh, this band has got a positive vibe around it, and yeah. we've always been like that. It's only rock and roll. We're not like we don't have the cure to cancer. Yeah. We we take what we do seriously, but like honestly, if you even have an inkling of what we're about, you know we have a great sense of humor, and you know we try to take life with a grain of salt and just you know shit happens right yeah we're not walking around like sun po- shining lollipops and everything's all grand and great because that's just unrealistic too but yeah. but at this point we we really don't have anything to prove we just want to do a great show and and uh we have such fun doing it we've always had fun doing it, but i i don't think i've ever had more fun uh playing the songs and and being with the guys we enjoy each other's company and we we have a laugh everywhere we go yeah you know what i mean it's 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 a positive thing very yeah. lucky people. Yeah, and, and you know that that's always shined through for me as a fan of the Dwarfs. Of you know, and even in the '80s, I always kind of got that vibe from from you guys that, that it was very lighthearted and very positive, mm-hmm. and very fun, and and I like that about you guys. Totally, thanks. Well, I'm glad it comes through because it's 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 the truth, right? Like, you know, 
obviously it's a business too and there's a lot of crap that goes on behind it but no one yeah. has to know this stuff this is what sucks about the internet and social media I, you know it's all positive it's a great thing about it but the negativity and all this horse shit and you don't have to know everything about it, it i i hate the fact that the mystery gets kind of chipped away like yeah. everyone's looking looking behind that curtain yep. you know you really don't know unless you're in it too really because yep. that's still not the actual view of it but it's a bit uh goofy yeah, yeah. Me, but we, what are you I, gonna do? I just had this conversation uh, recently with somebody about the mystique that's lost now with the internet. Mm. You know, like back in the seventies, like you just, you, it's it's completely different, and there's so much more mystique around rock stars and that sort of thing. But now this is it's no secrets, yeah. right? Yeah, they're on the interweb and everything. You know, and 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 in those days, like you said, you'd have to go out and buy cream or circus or yeah, wait wait till the concert came, and you'd never really see them. You you, you know you could. You'd never be backstage or, yeah. you know, all this meet and greet stuff, which is another bit of a pain in my ass, I think. But <laughs> I just don't get the asking for money to get my get your picture with dude, some I dude. I hate that. I hate well, that. You'll never have it from the dwarfs. Good it's for never, you, Never, ever, ever, ever going to happen in a million years. So Good for you. You know, I not just... that we're anybody or anything, but I just find it a bit... Well, you Overly. guys, you guys could do that. I mean, if you rock Oklahoma, you guys could definitely get away with that shit. But I like the fact that you don't. I was just talking to Bill Wolitschka about this. I don't know if you know Bill, but we had this chat. Thank you. Well, where, where do I know this guy? This name from? I know this guy for sure, right? He's a much music alum. He used to he used to be. A oh, DJ. I know Bill. Oh, of course I know Bill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he, I was, he had the good hair. Yeah, well, he did, man. Right. <laughs> That's for yeah, sure. Tell, well, tell him I say hi. Yeah, I will. He's, he's a good dude. You talk to him. But awesome. uh, yeah, we were just talking about that. That uh, you know, I don't know. Just it's it's the mean greed crap. Yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah. You know, he made no, a comment about Justin Bieber, and you know, oh you, god, you pay like five thousand dollars for that. It's nonsense. Oh my god, can you imagine? That's yeah. insane. No, I know. I have we have friends that uh, you know. I won't say the bands and stuff, but they pay like a lot of money, like a thousand dollars, to get some shit picture with some dude, and then you're just shuffled along. Exactly. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. uh, you know, but anyways, it's the way of the world. I guess you got to make hay while the sun shines. Maybe yeah. you got a lot of, you got a lot of divorce lawyers to handle and shit. I don't know. Exactly. But it's not. It's not. It's not our gag. We won't be doing it. Good for you, man. Good for you. And then next week we'll start a campaign. We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> right? What were you talking about? You liar. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks to be me. I'll just pretend it wasn't me on your show. Okay, you can say For it was, all you, you know, I, it I'm was not an imposter. Yeah, blame it on Daryl. I, w- I will. <laughs> I'm dunk. Fuck her and bad trip. Jeez, where's the rum? Fuck him, pirate. <laughs> what is what is that stuff that he drinks? That rum? What's it called? It's rum. It's Sailor Jerry. That's it, Sailor Jerry. Yeah, he loves it, man. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and everybody knows it. Yes. <laughs> so, so there's just gallons and gallons of rum constantly, but yeah. He's a good old boy, and uh, he's got a great, solid constitution. He's Scottish. We're both Scottish, so yeah. You know, he's he's a little more hardcore with that than I am and stuff. I'm a little, I'm more frail <laughs> mentally. <laughs> but no, he loves the rum. He yeah. loves the rum. Yeah, I know. And he's a he's a classic man. Like I've been in a band with this guy for 35, 36 years. Come yeah. on now. Yeah, that's a it's a bit nutty. And you guys founded the band, is that right? Like it was the two of we you. We did, man. The then... two of us, and in a phone booth, and yeah, you know, the middle of the winter, trying to get a gig. You know, we ran in, into each other. We were both on the road, like in those days, in the olden days. Uh, 
you would play, you know, 300 shows a year. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a, out of the question to do that kind of thing. And we had met, actually met them on the road. They were coming in. They came in a day early to a gig in in Quebec, old Quebec City called uh, Circus Electric. Elect- oh. The Electric Circle Elect- Electric Circle. Did it, Someone did it have French. a blue circle? Someone in French the is going to kill me. Pardon me? Did it have a blue circle in the middle of the floor? God, I don't know, buddy. Dude, I, have a, I have a really funny story about that off air for you after if it. All did. right, okay, yeah. all right. But that, but that's basically, you know, we had the we had the band room, so we basically let them stay there. Yeah. With us the, until we got out the next day, and we had a show that night, so they came and saw our show, and uh, and it was I, I, the irony of it, it. You know, we were in those days you'd play play like four fifty minute sets, and we had a we had the show where I actually like did an Alice Cooper tribute and this is way before tributes and all that crap yeah. and uh, and we just hit it off so well and Dunk and I were unhappy with both our situations and and you know that was it we just said let's okay fuck this let's let's make a band yeah you know we're and we're we, you know 19 and 20 years old we we're kids we didn't know any better right yeah but yeah. you have to have that kind of thing but we knew we loved rock and roll and we got along really well Yep. Which are a, a very important thing when you have to spend so much time with people. Yeah, you know that that's the thing with people. Like you know, and you you always get that when people think, oh, oh, I'd love to go on the road. Oh, I'd love to do that. Well, maybe you might not. You might not like it. <laughs> it's not as it's glamorous like, as you might think, right? Yeah, it's not for everyone yeah. and and everything. But you know, we were we were pigheaded and and we you know to this day we still get along like that. So you cannot be in a situation like this and and not like the people. Although it happens, you know, every, every, you know, we know tons of people that are friggin' miserable with their situation, but continue to do it. Yeah. To me, I think it can't, it, uh, it brings itself to the stage and everything when it's that ugly and stuff. You know, we've had those kind of circumstances in this band as well too. Yeah. But, but that definitely didn't last. And, uh, right now where we, where we sit, we're super content. Good. But, you know, but that's how Dunk and I met and started the band. And, you know, it was, uh, maybe necessity or, or we were just ready for a change, you yeah. know what I mean, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we didn't even, we didn't know what the hell was going to happen. Uh, Thirty-five years later, still going strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. I think it was nineteen eighty-two. Our first gig was wasn't it? yeah. Our first gig was eighty-one. Yeah. New Year's Eve, nineteen eighty-one, at the Janosh in Oshawa. Okay. Okay, and now that dump is still there. It's it's a aban- <laughs> it's abandoned now and everything, but the building is actually still there. It's incredible. Really? Uh, yeah, Dunk and I played there a couple uh, played in Oshawa a couple years ago. And we actually went over there to look at it, and wow. it's still standing. God, it must be just hideous inside. It's Where? right across from that G the GM Center or whatever. Oh yeah, it's yeah. right on. Yeah, it's right downtown on on King or Main or something. But uh, okay. that's where it all began. That's where we started. It started. That was our very first show. Wow! Right, and so uh, do the math. Like that's a long time ago. Did, yeah. Did the did the dwarfs ever play the Jubilee in Oshawa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely played the Jubilee, and and you know more uh, fun facts with the Killer Dwarfs. <laughs> Daryl's uh, uncle Owen owned yeah. the Jubilee. No. Yeah, he owned that for years, and both and his sons were both in music. They were in this uh, band called Steppenwolf. Oh. And uh, Jerry Edmonton is the drummer. Well, really? Jerry's not with us anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. But uh, those are both Dunk's cousins. Jerry Edmonton, Mars Bonfire, Mars no wasn't. Mars didn't play. Mars play. I think Mars played a bit in the band. Then he was out of the band, but he wrote all the lyrics. So he wrote "Born to Be Wild" and. Uh, you know all the lyrics. He yeah. Mars is still around and everything, right? So yeah. Mars and Jerry are Donk's 
Dunk's cousins. That's crazy. So and that's how that yeah, Dunk's dad was a Dunk's dad was a professional piano player. Wow. So he was always had music around him and stuff. But that's how he got into the drums and everything. You know, yeah. seeing seeing the uh, the Sparrow, which became Steppenwolf, and and all that. It's it, it just uh, these little. I love uh, I love trivia and little incidents like that. I had no idea. Thought, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I've got oh. other stories too, but I won't bore everyone with it on, on your show. But maybe one day me and you will talk about it. Yeah, no, for sure. I'd, yeah, it's pretty, we pretty could, funny. We could do that. I'll bring the beer. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, so next, you get two tunes left, Ross. So next mm-hmm. one's... Yes, uh, I do. Speaking of the Jubilee, Max Webster and On the Road. Yeah, uh, well, it's self-explanatory, that song. Uh, what a beautiful song and unbelievably fabulous underrated Canadian treasure is Max Webster. Uh, I've seen those guys as much as I've seen Rush, I'm sure, and mm-hmm. and uh, Kim and Tilka and and uh, all those guys, just uh, Watkinson and, oh, oh my God, God. Uh, yeah. just pie, well, pie, like, what a lyrical genius. There's, again, with the, like, almost like the Generation Landside. Yes. You know, the lyrically... The guy's epic, like yep. absolutely epic, and, and for them to be able to translate it into music, I I can't say enough great things about Webster either. I I love them to death. We're we're so lucky to have these great bands, and and uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, my old my wife or something about you know, it's it's all I hate to say this kind of shit because it's it's only in my perception, but you know right. I they I think they 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 didn't get what they deserved. I just I just don't think. I agree with that. That's a that's a you know, that's a, it's, it's a valid it's statement. A bit of a sh- yeah, it's a bit of a shame and everything, but I'm glad we have what we have of it. And uh, yeah. this is music that's in my life to this day, still always, and I'll never not love love that band. But on the road, it you know it's a classic. Uh, I guess when that came out in '77, we were still kids and we were just gonna we were just starting to play out and everything. But now when I look back, like I'm 57 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, all, 40 years later, and, you know, again, I can look at the lyric and go, wow, you know, yes, 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 yep. yes. You know what I mean? It's all so real. Yeah. Right? And it's a soundtrack to your life kind of thing. But Absolutely. Love, the, love Max, love Kim, love those guys. Yeah. Great Another, record. you know, fabulous Canadian. Uh, treasure. Treasure. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely there. Underrated. Very underrated, and and to your point, I think that they could have done much better. Uh, you know, a lot of Canadian bands suffer under that plight, right? But see, the thing is, they they had, you know, they they were they did a lot of stuff because they were with the same management as, as Rush, right? Yeah. SRO, Ray Daniels, and everything. Okay. okay. But you can't, uh, you know, it, it, there's two words in show business, right? Show business. Yeah. It's a tough, shitty, backstabbing, crappy, you know, business, mm. and and then there's a bad side. <laughs> you know as hunter as hunter s thompson would say you know what i mean it's yeah. shit there's, there's no just because you know just because you're talented doesn't mean you're going to be successful and just because you're successful doesn't mean you're talented it has exactly. nothing to do these 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 this that doesn't go into the equation unfortunately you know what i mean but l- we're lucky enough to have them and stuff and probably a more of a um, you could do a million books on the crappy the shit that people got kind of you know ripped off it's it's a yeah. one in a million kind of game right oh for sure you know, yeah. like i I, th- I think i remember when i was like you know maybe in my early 20s and, and it was kind of hitting me like oh my god you're never going to be elvis <laughs> oh you're oh you're never going to be the beatles what <laughs> you know what I mean? So then you just roll with it. Right? Yeah. So, 
But again, I can't say enough great things about Webster. Love them. Love yeah. them, love them, love them. Me too, man. That's a great pick. Okay, last tune, brother. It is uh, by Motorhead, Killed by <sighs> Death. Oh, that must be wrong. Uh, <laughs> Killed by Death, Motorhead, Lemmy. What can you say? Like, he's the, he's the you know, the. The, the grandfather of, of uh, heavy metal or, yeah. or hard rock or that genre to me I, I know everybody Ozzy's the grandfather to me uh, Lemmy is is the guy I think Ozzy would probably support that and say Lemmy is the guy here's a Canadian sound for you oh what's that oh yeah right ah. I think you're, I what think you're probably right what time right. is it is it 5 o'clock yet right? it's beer o'clock somewhere <laughs> those Japanese and their supporters <laughs> Mm. It's for medical purposes only. Let the record show that it is 2.36 p.m. Somewhere. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to be in trouble now. <laughs> it's your birthday, man. It is my birthday. It's your birthday I'll cry Eve. if I want to. Exactly. For God's sakes. Do whatever the hell you it's want. Me, it's me and a dog. That's right. What are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Got me and a puppy. Is that your first one? We're not counting. <laughs> We are not counting, right? Who's counting at my age? Not All me. Right? All right, my bills are paid, and you got it made. In I'm, the shade. At, I'm not in the hospital, and I'm all good. These are all positives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Killed by and death. It's Canada's birthday. Killed by death. Yes, <laughs> I. It's the, the the lyrics are just hilarious, and the video is even funnier. I think. Oh yeah. Like, uh, I think I remember us seeing that. It's just stuck in our heads for. Uh, I re- I remember exactly where we were and everything at this yeah. dump hotel in Winnipeg, and you know we're probably broke and cold and everything. But you know, just loving you know seeing that on the video is just hilarious. And and the song has stuck with us ever since. And it's one of my favorite Motorhead songs. And uh, yeah. I always told you know my wife that uh, my. Like, I, I don't want any funeral and all that crap, you know. Oh, funeral. But I, at the party, I want, that's the song I want to be played. Yeah. Killed by death. Yes, is he it, was. This is the uh, video where he drove a motorcycle through yeah. a living room. Is that right? Exactly. Yeah, it was yeah. almost like Beastie boys Fight for your type, right. Yeah. Right? Just destroy the place. And, and you know, and in those days, for us, it was the same. You know, that was actually going on nightly. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, in the hotels, like, there'd be more of a show going on in the hotel than on the stage. Because <laughs> we're always known for having, like, just too much fun. Like, uh, any rock band should, you know. We weren't like, I'm reading a book. I'll be, at, I'll be in my room reading War and Peace. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was like a crazy circus and stuff. We had all sorts of shit going on. I'll, I'll, if, I, if we meet in person, I'll tell you stuff that's more personal because I don't want to, I don't want to ruin anybody's life <laughs> in general, right? By telling tales in, in church. This is the P, the, the PG this is, version. This is the PG version. Yeah, yeah we'll get the, to the Disney uh, version. Next, we'll get to the R version after over a couple of Yeah, the soup and nuts. That's right. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, man, it's been a lot of fun chatting with you. I appreciate your time. You as well, buddy. Happy birthday. Thank you, man. And uh, go Canada. Yes, go Canada. I'm. I'm gonna. Um, I'm gonna give you my contact information. We get together and have a chat over some drinks. Okay. About some of this stuff. Is awesome. Cool? Perfect. All right. Listen. Enjoy your birthday. Go have some more Sapporos and uh, take good care. To say hi to Daryl for me. I will. Okay. Awesome, buddy. You have a great weekend. Okay. You too, brother. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll chat soon. All right. Take care. 
All right, this has been No Sleep Till Subbury with Brent Jensen and my very special guest, Mr. Russ Dwarf. Till next time, take good care. Brent Jensen is the best-selling author of No Sleep Till Subbury, Leftover People, and All My Favorite People Are Broken. All titles available in stores and on Amazon Worldwide.